What up, what up? It's your man, Black Valley, coming at you with another Black Man Over 50 podcast. What up, fam? It's March 16th. We starting off a four-part series on this coronavirus. Yep, it's serious. Yep, it's here. Yep, we got to talk about it. The topic for tonight is, yep, well, it's here. So now we got to do something a little bit different. We're going to break this down in several categories. We're going to come at it from several sides. It's just a one-on-one tonight, fam. It's just me and you. This is going to be four parts. We're going to come at you four different ways over this series. But tonight, first thing we want to know is, is it real? Does it kill black people? And what is this I'm hearing in the streets? I refuse to comply. I'm going to do what I want to do. We're going to talk about how to conduct yourself in this grocery shop. People that got out of control. People, it's rules. We gonna break some rules down on how to conduct yourself in a pandemic in 2020. It's rules for couples. It's rules for finances. It's rules for this, me- what? A parking lot, hospital? Come on fam. They're doing tests in Walmart parking lot hospitals or man-made tents where you just drive your car up. Who are these people? We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the system. We're going to talk about some of the things you should not do in this situation if you want to try to make it out. So with that being said, let's get into it. And the first thing is, is it real? I hear a lot of people out there, fam, saying, is this real? It ain't nothing but a flu. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I don't like catching the flu. So we're going to keep it simple. We're not going to keep this political. We're not going to keep this defiant. Something is out there messing with people. Whether it's the flu on steroids, whether it's the coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, stuff ain't normal right now. So with that being said, we need to wake up and quit talking about today is the same as yesterday. And if you think I'm lying, go look at a grocery store. So we need to get with the program. The second thing, does it kill black people? Yes. (laughs) Yes. You are not Superman. Yes, it kills black people. Now, what may be true statistically is it may not be as many people of color dying from the disease but it is ludicrous it is crazy and by the way I was one of them (laughs) before I started reading and getting educated and, and getting my feet back on the ground statistically because of the media initially they were putting out the amount of African Americans Hispanics Indians people that were not immediately involved with this virus, they were putting out data to show how we were catching. It was based on demographics, people. U.S., France, Italy. It wasn't based on black, white, yellow, brown when it initially came out. So therefore, we as black people who probably do not do as much research as we need to do, we're under the assumption that this disease does not affect us. Well, black is here to tell you, yes, it does. Wash your hands. 
So like I say, this is Black Valley with Black Man Over 50 Podcast. We keep it 100 at all times. What is this? I refuse to comply. Now, people, we are grown. We all adults out here. You don't have to wash your hands. You don't have to go get no food. You don't have to worry about no supplies. You can do as you please. What you should not do is take that crazy mentality to somebody else so that they starve or they don't have sanitary wipes or they don't have what they need because you are thinking one way. And this is what I mean by that. We have a potential 14-day situation where we will not be able to access goods in the manner that we used to. Fam, once again, let's not take this so far down to the basics that we forget that we have common sense. Do I think, Black Valley, that we're going to have some type of situation where people are scratching at their faces and and there's no food and we starving and we kill each other? No. But do I think we're going to have some inconveniences? Like I just saw it wasn't no bacon and I'm pissed? Yes. We're going to have some inconveniences, people. Read between the lines. So inconveniences become a problem in today's society. So with that being said, if you don't want to prepare yourself with the basis of supplies, it's a couple things I want you to do. For those of you, me included, until tonight. I'm going to get it together, fam, tonight. So I'm with the side of people who I'm talking to. For those of you who think it ain't real, for those of you who refuse to do what's necessary to prepare yourself for a situation that could or could not happen, as they say, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. So those of you that feel as though you would rather not have it, whether you need it or not, then there's a couple things I want you to do. Number one, don't go begging somebody else for what they got. Because you had the opportunity to get what you needed ahead of time. Number two, don't go out worrying about what the price is now of what you're paying, folks, because you didn't get it when the price was 99 cents. And number three, this is the one where I'm pleading with you, all jokes aside, do as I'm doing and make some preparation. Like I said, there is a line at everything that you could cross. And I'm not saying to break yourselves. I'm not saying to buy up a bunch of bread when you know bread only lasts three, four days. And now you're going to have a bunch of mildew bread when the person next door don't have any bread. So I'm not saying be crazy. You know, I'm not saying buy things just out of straight craziness. But I'm saying prepare yourself so that you don't have to go through a situation where you don't even have the basic essentials. And then something happens and then you're in a situation where things are not easy like they were. That's what we're talking about, people. We're not taking it all the way to the drastic level of a horror movie. we saying you can't get up in the middle of the night because you got the runs and go get you a four-pack of toilet paper right now. we saying right now, if you run out of some bread for your sandwich and you think you're just going to get you some wheat, you're going to have to go through a few stores. It's called inconvenience. That's real, people. That's going on right now. That's what we want to protect each other from. That's what we're talking about. Like I said, once again, this is Black Man Over 50 coming at you live. We're coming at you on March 16, 2020. And like I say, this 
is getting crazy. If you have not been out, if you have been under a rock, if you have not been in the game, this is off the hook. It's a few things, like I told you again, I want to hit on because as I went out today is when I began to realize how serious the situation was. One of the things I want to hit on is grocery shopping. Wait a minute. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. We got to bring some rules to this. First of all, you need to stay in your ethnic group. Now, what do I mean by that? Now, once again, I know we got interracial relationships. I know certain people like the taste of this kind of food, that kind of food. Hell, I like Mexican food, too. I like Italian food, too. But people, people, if you're a brother and you got 12 packs or tortillas and they running out of tortillas, Felipe should have the right to come bust you in your head. If you were like me today and watched some little dude walk past me with the last pack of bacon, I should not have had any fear for choking him. He don't probably don't even eat bacon. I eat bacon on everything. Once again, we should stay, and I'm joking and I'm being funny, but like I said, it's when it's limited resources and we all sharing the same house, we have to start respecting each other and we can't be buying crazy shit and bulks of stuff that we know we're not going to eat. We don't know how to cook it. We, it's not preserved. We don't know what we're doing. That's just wrong. Like I said, this is only supposed to be two weeks, people. Let's not be greedy. You see what I'm saying? Let's make sure that we at least are working together so that we make sure everybody can get some of what they like to eat. What they ethnic background is. Like I say, you, I'm looking and seeing, what? Oh, nah. It should be a police. Like I said, it should be a garbage police. And if you today have any waste in your garbage where you didn't throw out half your dinner, they should come in and bust you in your head. If you got any mildew bread, you got any gone bad bananas, you got any gone bad oranges because you done went in the store and wild out and somebody else ain't got nothing, it should be some kind of fine, some kind of rule. It should be some kind of something they can do because like I said, it was crazy out there today in the grocery store. So people, I want us to be considerate of each other. Like I said, I want us to take in consideration that we all in this together. We one happy family, just the red, white, and blue. This is the time we're going to have to act like we true to this, not new to this. We got seniors. We got people on different medications that's going to need us to make sure things are available in a worst case. And that they can't run and get to the stores as fast as we can. This me, me, me attitude in a situation like this, like I said, you know, hopefully we can take these 14 days. If, if that happens, we don't even know if that's going to happen. We can take these 14 days and be considerate of each other and get some things done uh, where we don't have to go in the stores or we don't have to go places where they're completely, just completely destroyed. And on the same level, people throwing away uh, so much waste. And so uh, that's where I want to you know, touch on that grocery uh, shopping. People, <laughs> we all understand that this coronavirus, whether you believe it or not, 
we cannot be in close contact with each other. If they didn't shut down all public events where they are losing trillions of dollars, whether you believe it or not, you need to respect the other person who does believe it and don't do nothing crazy. Number one, you need to wash your hands. I don't know how many times, and it's just crazy to hear, people have to tell grown people, you nasty people that don't wash your hands in the bathroom, you know who you are. So my listeners, I still love you. Stay in touch with a brother, support, stay with me. But we talking about sanitary right now. So those of you that don't wash your hands, you got to start washing your hands before touching people. You cannot be out there touching on people and your hands ain't clean. You got germs on your hands, you wilding out, and then you just grabbing somebody on some old crazy type tip. We got to refocus people. And that's what your family, your kids, anything. I got a saying. In this new corona era, if you walk past the bathroom, stop in that mug and wash your hands. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about in your house where it's a small bathroom. But if you're out in public and you walk past the bathroom, stop in there and wash your hands. Number two, people. Don't even ask people to use their personal stuff. We have a coronavirus. I heard somebody today say, hey, man, to somebody else, can I use your phone? And I'm like to myself, are you from another planet? Because number one, to actually use a phone means it's an emergency is what it should mean. So you're putting that other person in a position to where if they say no, they could be getting, putting you in a worse situation if it's an emergency. And you also putting that person in a position to say, if I say, yeah, you could be giving me some germs or something directly that I've given you the device to give to me. What I'm saying, people, don't put people in that position. If it is an emergency, by all means, handle your business. Do what you have to do. But just being out there crazy, haphazard, and left your phone here, uh, it would be more convenient if I had a phone to make the phone to make a call to do what I need to do. Don't put people in that spot. I'm trying to tell you, people are gonna start getting their feelings hurt. People are gonna start getting talked to in a bad type of way. You can't be out there expecting. Like I said, we all Americans. We all feel as though we're entitled to certain treatment just because we on this planet. And in some cases, you are correct. I don't doubt that. But this is not normal times. We in a pandemic. People's private space. People. They said six to eight feet. Do you know how far six to eight feet is away from somebody? So now you already get a street clearance. You already get a, 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 a humanitarian clearance. Because most people can't hear six to eight feet away. You have to be screaming. So let's cut that in half and... In the human world, we say three feet. So when you're at a fast food restaurant, you're about three feet from the cash dude. When you're at the bank, you're about three feet from that person. When you have the normal conversation, you're about two to three feet from that person. Let's say that's the rule. Not the six to eight that the CDC, the doctors have said. Let's go with the street number. People, that's the limit. <laughs> it's the limit. You can't get inside that two, three feet especially on a stranger you can't be running up on somebody 
you can't see that cutie pie want to holler at her and think you got to get in to do listen 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 we were always taught that feeling touching was more important than communicating that if you touch somebody if they could feel you that was a, a more intimate way of communicating people we're in a pandemic throw it out the window text them you can't be running you're gonna get your feelings hurt it's gonna get on cnn you cannot be running up watch facebook here in a minute when they start showing all them little clips and people out there getting knocked out because you violating these rules listen to black this is black man over 50 coming at you with another black man podcast listen at your boy yes it's rules for you couples Yes, it's rude. And it starts with the same one. Wash your hands. I don't care if you've been together 30 years. It's a respect thing. You can't be running up on him or her. You ain't washed your hands. Your hands dirty. Putting your hands on their face. Women, let me talk to you first. Before I get on my boys. Because you know I always come at the men hard. Women like to do two things. They like to rub your face. And they like to rub your hair. Women, stop. We are in a pandemic. I don't care that you just put gel on your hands. You are not my mama. I am not nine months old. You can't just touch me anywhere you feel like it, when you feel like it, or you get pissed off. And we in a pandemic. Like they used to say, keep your hands to yourself. It's a time and a place. When it's time for that, we get it. But right now, in normal situations, because you're not washing your hands and sanitizing every second. And now we passing germs. We got to ease up on that in the same on fellas. Fellas, when you go in the fridge to grab a brew, before you go in the fridge, you got to wash your hands because it's vegetables and other stuff in the fridge. You can't have a fridge door open and sneeze. This is 2020. I don't care whether you believe it or not. I'm talking about how you conduct yourself for the other people in the house that's watching you sneezing with the whole refrigerator door open. Close the door, put your face in your arm, turn your elbow in your arm and sneeze. Oh, if it's one of those ones you can't catch, then just turn your head. But you just can't blow it off and sneeze directly on the apples. Like I say, we got to keep it 100, fam. We got a pandemic going on. You see what I'm saying? These are simple, simple rules. Look, all of that tongue kissing, all of that sticking your tongue down your each other's throat, let me tell you about the mouth. And I'm not going to get all in the details. We're not going to get scientific. This is, <laughs> this is a podcast on the coronavirus. But the mouth is not the cleanest person on the cleanest place on the body. The mouth holds the most germs out of everything. So black is not saying don't ever kiss your lady, don't ever kiss your man, don't ever kiss your significant other or whatever you want to call it. But for these 14 days, until they get all this stuff figured out and clarified, you can kiss on the lips, you can do a pet. You can, do, you can cross the line of the two to three feet because this is supposed to be affection or whatever you want to call it, but there's limits. 
keep your tongue in your mouth for 14 days. Ease up on that. Ease up. You won't die. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. And notice, I just said the kissing. I'm going to leave it at that. Your car, fam, for men, women, women that had kids in the car, men who had a woman in the car and their kids, men that had a boys in the car, however you run it, you have to keep that car sanitized. And it's two things I'm going to talk to you about when I say sanitize. Sanitize is how you behave and also how your passengers behave. See, it don't matter how sanitized you are and you got nasty passengers. And I'm going to give you one tidbit before I get too deep in this about a passenger now. Say you got to sneeze. You in the car, you got to sneeze, and you can't get your hand, you can't, you cannot stop sneezing. You sneezing every two, three seconds in a closed car. Roll the window down. Sneeze out the window. Do not disrespect the rest of the car by sneezing in the car. I don't care whether you're putting your hands over your face or not. You maybe get one sneeze of covering your mouth in 2020. Two to three sneezing, you got to either get out the way of where everybody's at or be going into some air, air out area. Now, there's none of this repetitive sneezing in a closed up environment and that being okay with people. Now, people ain't feeling comfortable with that. So you want to make sure your passengers know how to conduct themselves so that you're comfortable driving the car. You know what I'm saying? Keep sanitizer wipes in the car. You know, people doing something, they wiping their nose, they got a cold or something. Tell them don't worry about that. I got a, I got a wipe over here for you. Ain't 99 cents. See, these people are leaving germs in your car, getting out your car, then washing their hands, and them germs still in your car. And you're not wiping your car down every time you get somebody out. Let's just keep it 100. So if they help you along the way by them being clean as well, that's going to make everybody's situation a lot better. You feel me? All right, let's keep it moving along. Let's keep it moving along. Like I say, this is Black Valley. Man, man, it's just crazy out here. I'm freaking out because they didn't have no bacon. <laughs> that's what's really got me on one tonight. But nevertheless, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Finances, people. Let's talk about this money during these 14 days. Whether you believe everything going to be all right, or whether you believe, oh my God, we going into something. We can agree something's happening. And if you don't believe me, why is your kid at home? See, so something's going down. This is what I want you to do, fam. I don't want you to be scared to make certain decisions because we in a different time. Now, what I mean by that, don't go out and do crazy stuff now. You know, you got to keep a few peanuts, keep a few nuts, so that on the end of this, you're able to make some moves. So I'm not saying do nothing crazy. But I'm saying there are going to be situations like them dropping interest rates. You know, like them giving you forgiveness on certain bills so you got extra cash that you could be investing, doing other things with. Don't be scared to get out there and do some things you wouldn't have done before because you didn't have the extra cash to do it. So trust your instincts. You know, sometimes it's an instinct that hits you that says, man, I should make this move and you let other people talk you out of it. And in most cases, they was right because your money was tight. Now, if you're getting relief 
if you're getting forgiveness, if you're getting extra money and things are cheap, things are low, don't be scared to make moves that you've never made before. You see what I'm saying? I'm going to go into that more in another podcast on this finances in terms of the coronavirus. But I think we need to touch on that because there's a lot of new things happening. You know what I'm saying? You got to do your research. There's so many new programs coming out. I'm telling you how they're going to flip the script on you. Two things they're going to do. One, they ain't going to tell you till it's too late. So a bunch of people already got it. Number two, when they do tell you on the news, it's going to be some processes you're going to have to do to get the rewards. To get, whether it's signing up, everybody getting food stamps, whether it's you don't have to pay this bill. There are going to be some processes that you have to do to receive these benefits. So, you have to be ready for this debt forgiveness they're talking about and have your mind clear. Medical. Man, <laughs> I don't know if y'all saw Trump this weekend, saw all the stuff the government was doing this weekend uh, in some very positive ways in terms of our testing, the coronavirus, uh, just some of the things that was going on. Yeah, you know, like I said, I- I'm not a hater. This is Black Man Over 50 Podcast. We not biased. You know, we not here trying to get nothing started from that aspect. But let's break down this medical. And let's keep it. I don't care if I got listeners that's doctors, nurses, mothers of grown kids. Let's keep it 100. Number one, I'm a father with two kids, boy and girl, male and female, female 30, Male 28, they've had everything from chicken pops, mumps, measles, colds, flus, all kind of different viruses. And in none of those have they had to do a DNA test. People, <laughs> number one, I don't know what this test they talking about. They short on, they got to have, what's because they ain't never showed it to us. I'm sure if I researched it, I could find it. But doggone it, we're in a pandemic. I should not have to research. People in Italy don't have to research. So the fact that they're not showing me what this test is, number one. Number two, the fact that you want to swab anything. I would freak out you just giving you my blood. But my DNA is my digital signature. I'm not giving you that in the doctor's office, let alone the Walmart parking lot. So, fam. <laughs> fam. Unless... Somebody, and this is just Black's opinion. I'm a podcast host. I am not a doctor. I'm not a politician. I'm not a pastor. I'm definitely not God himself. So this is just my opinion. My opinion, fam, and for what it's worth, unless you are very ill, you are sick, something is wrong that your mama can't fix, you can't Google it, there's no side remedy, do not get in this system. What is the system? Anytime somebody in a white coat is tapping on the computer about your physical being, you're going in that system. And these two weeks is not the time to go in that system. I'm not saying later on it ain't. Hold it off. Try to wait it off. Sweat it out. But right now, while you have unfamiliar people in unfamiliar places doing unfamiliar things to you, and sending your information to unfamiliar whereabouts. This is not the time to be voluntarily giving up your most prized possession, which is your DNA. 
There's nothing after that, fam. That's your genetic code. I mean, you've given up your email. You've given up your phone number. I get it. The junk mail, you know, the robocalls, the telemarketers. All that was voluntary because you gave up the information, me included. But the line stops at my DNA. And so if they can't come up with no better tests, a breathing test, a coughing or some, some apparatus where you're testing my saliva, that's the only way we doing this, then we got a problem. That, that, that's just me. And especially if we doing it with people that I don't know who they are. I don't know their qualifications. I've still yet to see anybody hiring any of these people working in these parking lots. So I don't know where they're getting these people from. And once again, that's not my business, but I'm saying don't let these people stick stuff in your mouth on the side of the road. That cannot be a good thing at the end of the day. You know, at the end of the day, we want to stay out the system for two weeks until this pandemic is over, until everything is back good, no physicals. No, just running into the doctor. Definitely no, I got a cough, I got a sneeze, so I'm finna let Doctor Who swab me. Definitely not that. Let's keep it on the DL for two weeks. Once again, like I said, this is a four-part series. I'm coming at you tonight with the intro, breaking it down on the one-on-one tip. You know how I like to do it. I like to tell you how I feel about it before I bring the guests in. Let them tell you how they feel about it. On the second series, it's going to be hot. I got my boy JP, Jason Perkins. If you don't know him, you better show up for the show. The brother sounds so smooth. Don't have your wife listening. This is his normal, his normal vocabulary. The brother's cool. And when I say a brother, I mean a brother from another mother, definitely by definition. Jason is my man. But once again, Jason is about 10, 15 years younger than me. And I won't let the cat out the bag on the rest of it. But just listen to that show and listen to this young man tell you his viewpoint on the coronavirus as a middle manager in the 3PL world, uh, one of the biggest companies in Arizona. And so he can give you some insight. He's going to get a family. Me, I always get educated by my guests. Some insight on what's going on. Series three is going to be simply called the follow-up. We're going to follow up probably about in the middle of all this, kind of see what's going on, what they're talking about, about the leagues, where the sports are, what's the conditions of the states in terms of the tourism, what's really going on about seven, eight days into this thing. And then the fourth one is going to be 14 days now what? In 14 days, I don't care where we at, we're going to rip a podcast going now what? Whether it ain't but three of us left, <laughs> whether we gone, or whether somebody listening to a recording, but we're going to talk about what these 14 days of all this global stress has been about. What has it come to in 14 days? And so before I conclude, you know, <laughs> in a joking way, like I said, I was out today and I was just blown away by how we were acting, what the stores looked like, the kind of media we were getting. You know, some of us who don't believe in this, like me, who weren't on top of this, out like, oh, ain't no bacon? I mean, I was just blown away at the entire situation. So I said, number one, we need some rules to the game. Once again, the streets is usually where all the rules are made 
and then it goes up to corporate America. You know, so it starts at home. It starts in the street. So black gonna start you out with just a couple rules on how to behave in this 14-day coronavirus situation. And the first thing is, if you're going to go out there and get a lot of supplies, then you better have some ammunition. Remember, those that have make those that want come get them. So if you're going to get a lot of stuff, then make sure you got something to protect yourself with. That's number one. If you don't have protection, those are the people I'm going to talk to. The people with protection, we can talk in number two, number three, number four, because at least y'all got it down. And either y'all gonna have it and protect it, or if it get too bad, y'all gonna go take it. So at least y'all got some firearm protection. Let me talk to my people with nothing. My people that live on faith, my good people, my people that say, you know what? We're not gonna bring any guns in here because I have children. You know, I'm not gonna bring the butcher knife up to the bed because I may cut myself. Everything is gonna be okay. I'm talking to those people. Here are some very basic, simple rules. You people, when you stock up your house, and listen to me clearly, you don't buy anything you have to cook. Let me say this again. If you do not have anything to protect yourself with, you do not want to create any smell. Everything you got in your house should be a canned good. Because I'm telling you, people are starving and you firing up bacon. If people are starving and you bacon, they're going to kick your door down and take not only what you're cooking, everything else you have. So to be smart, once again, I always tell you guys, don't try to get all personal. Get the paper, the pen, write it down. Don't tell nobody what you wrote down and take this knowledge and protect yourself. Don't try to be all cocky and start laughing. Don't write it down. Somebody kicking your door down and you're getting beat down in front of your woman. So if you don't have protection... Don't be firing up bacon. Don't be making ham and cheese. No smell. It's a saying that I'm finna make. If you don't have protection, no crunch, no smell. Let me say it again. No crunch, no smell. A person walking past your house with a nine millimeter on them, starving with just two bullets left, with a ear to your door, should not hear a crunch and they should not smell nothing. And you can be in there eating in a feast if y'all eating tuna fish out the can, if y'all eating beans out the can, there's a whole lot of stuff you can eat that don't require you to cook. It doesn't have any crunching sound to it. So that's number one. Number two, teach your kids not to tell all your business. See, now, when we used to say snitches, wear stitches, now, if your kids out there say, hey, we got bacon in the house, we got pork chops in the house, we got ribs in the house, believe you me, before you go to sleep, somebody's going to be in your house knocking you upside your head. So you got to sit your kids down and tell your kids, listen, don't text it, don't say it, don't write it in the sand, don't do nothing. It used to be a saying again, I'm going to always take you back. Once again, this is black man over 50. What, what goes on in mama's house, what stays in mama's house? See, some of those rules kept people's head from getting busted. And we need to bring some of that back. And so, like I said, you know, in conclusion, you know, I love you guys. Like I said, I want us all to be safe. I want us all to be healthy. I want us all to make it to the other side of this thing. I want us all 
to use some common sense. Like I said, I don't think we in a situation where in 21 days, 50 million people going to be dead. I don't see cages going up around our inner cities. But what I do see is inconvenience. What I do see is us put in situations where we can't do the things we used to do the way we used to do them. And with that being said, we have to think intelligently. And so I like to conclude by saying, let's just keep each other informed. And so when you hear something, tell somebody. You see what I'm saying? But please do your research. Like, we don't need a bunch of Trump information going out. And like I said, this is no disrespect to my Trump people out there who like Trump that follow black. Because you know how I feel about him. You see what I'm saying? But my point is, if you're going to give information, then at least let it be accurate coming out your mouth. I'm not talking about fake news or what somebody else said or something. I'm talking about what you saying. So I want us to keep each other informed, but I also want us to keep it 100 and make sure we give giving information in these times that's accurate. Yes, this can kill black people. I want to make sure we understand because we live in a hip-hop world where cliches and, and, and material and, and things matter to this culture. And so we want people to be singing the right song and not something crazy in today's world. And just because you black don't mean you can be violating these rules I just gave you and you 100% going to walk out on right. Keep your tongue in your mouth and wash your hands. Black man. At the end of the day, I want us to be prepared, not panicked. Like I said, we've been here a long time, black people. We didn't endure it a whole lot. And we didn't endure it even more as a world of people. As an entire global family, we didn't been here for a long time. We didn't seen a whole lot happen. And so, like I said, if we can join arms mentally, no pun intended, but if we can keep each other informed, communicate, talk about it, you see what I'm saying? Keep it positive, keep it 100. I think we can get through this thing. And so with that being said, I love you guys. Fam, peace out. Black. Black man over 50.